Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hero Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. Mm. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me as always is my partner in crime, Mr. Connor Lawler. The sultry tones of Mr. Sean Mean. Yeah, Sean's <laughs> been talking all week. <laughs> Sound like a man who's been through a lot. Been through a lot emotionally, yeah, mentally, physically. No, no, not no. at all. I'm sitting down the whole time, lazy boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is Hero Zero. We choose one comic book character as we do every single week. We do to go pints they're bad pints and just generally give you a bit of a rundown about that character um, normally Sean you choose Marvel I do and I choose DC now you Sean do. it is your week as last week I did an absolutely amazing report I think people refer to it as a banger <laughs> is that what the kids are I saying I think they said days? well lit fam and then okay boomer <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it, it was did Starfire anyway. <laughs> I did Starfire. It was real good. Real good report. Very well. Well done. lit. Well lit because mm-hmm. of the sun. So Thank she you. gets her powers from listening to the episode. <laughs> uh, so I'm covering a character who's been in the news a bit yes. this week because, as always happens, we record Movie Mondays and then the next day a trailer drops. That wouldn't be very unlike. I tell you what, now, if you were going to do a movie show. Yeah. I would actually say, if you're going to be professional about it, you should probably do that on maybe a Wednesday or a Thursday. Just, yeah, stagger that out. So you cover the, re- cover the week, because every Tuesday is the day that po- all trailers drop. Why would you organise that a show specifically comes out the day before a trailer drops? I would sacrifice everything for alliteration, though, on the other hand. So that's if it's a movie Mondays, you'd have to factor that in. Hear, hear me out. Go on. Trailer Tuesdays. Oh, that's good. What happens if there's no trailers? Because <laughs> there's been many a week with Week tra- off, lads. <laughs> We're, we're working 32 weeks a year. <laughs> uh, so I am covering Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow. Yes, Natasha Romanoff. Yes. Now, you might know a bit about her because of the MCU. Scarjo. Scarjo, mm-hmm. the very same. But I'd rather there's quite a bit you might not know. And okay. some of it seems to be coming up in this Origin movie. Uh, or not Origin, but the Black Widow solo movie. So I thought I'd just cover... It, it goes back to her origins. So. Yeah, it yeah. shows where she came from. So... She was born in Stalingrad in Russia and was orphaned as a result of the Nazis setting fire to her family home. 
Uh, so she's been around for a long time then. Yeah, she is like a World War Two era comics character. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. She had she was like round about the time the Avengers started. Okay. Black Widow started. So she's really been there. She's old guard. And so like in regards to her, um it would be probably very uncommon for a hero to be of Russian said yeah that's back the then because it's world war Two, so it's like everyone has to be american yeah it's world war Two, and then cold war straight after that yes so, so everyone's like either you're captain america or you're nobody that's the thing and you also had uh the winter soldier at this time yes he had got his own comics from oh right so they were really like they weren't they were always going to turn out as heroes though okay the thing so uh after her family home was burned down she was rescued by a man named ivan petrovich who looked after and trained her. So she he trained her in combat and also educated her. So she's very well educated. It's never explained where he came from. He just kind of turned up and trained her. He was a Russian soldier. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. And he just like, he found a kid and he was like, ah, uh, can't really <laughs> Get in my van. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have, no. <laughs> I have sweets. <laughs> oh, he has sweets. That's great. Always trust a man with sweets in a van. <laughs> so as she grew older, uh, her talents caught the attention of Soviet intelligence, which was soon to be known as the KGB. Mm. And she was recruited into their ranks. So this soldier trained her in weapons and combat, martial arts, languages, okay. all this kind of stuff. During the war, uh, a young Natasha served in the Russian army. So she's about 18, 19 at this time. She's in the army. Yeah. So she fell in love with another young soldier named Nikolai. Despite their initial happiness, the union did not end blissfully, as Nikolai was killed in the war and the baby girl they conceived did not survive birth. (sighs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a lot. She's 18, 19. She's been, like, in the KGB. So she's lost her child and her husband or boyfriend. Yeah, her partner. Yeah, her so, partner. So, just like, that's a lot to go through at 18, Yeah, no, that, that's not great. And she's also been trained from birth to be, like, the biggest killer ever. Yeah, so, look, she's really prepared for everything. <laughs> she's just, I'd say she's a bit dour, a bit sad. Yeah, following this event, and also following the end of the Second World War, uh, Natasha progressed into the Black Widow program. Right. Where young girls were conditioned to become sleeper agents. And is she not a bit old, then? Like, would my idea would of that Black Widow program, would they get to be like 10 or 11 rather than 18 or 19? See, I think that there is an element of that as well. Certainly in the MCU, mm. it's more like you're brought up in this. Yeah. And I, I assume they just find orphans. That's probably where I got it from. That, yeah. Watching the ballet scene in Age of Ultron. That's very interesting, actually. I'm going to get to this. Okay. But, um, yeah, they were trained at a facility called the Red Room. Yes. Which is, uh, it tracks with what we've seen in the MCU. Um, Natasha was enhanced with the Soviet's version of Steve Rogers' Super Soldier Serum. Right. Uh, she had peak human strength and stamina, as well as resistance to disease and uh, slowed down aging. Okay, so but she, she doesn't have that in the MCU. No, she doesn't. She's no. just a very good spy in the yeah, MCU. Yeah, because I think it, they probably said it was a bit samey to yeah. have her and Captain America on the same team. So the idea with the Black Widow program is that like, you would get these young women... And do the absolute femme fatale thing, infiltrate high-profile people. Because nobody would suspect a woman could be tough, Sean. Not in the 50s. You've got to smile more, bitch. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You somehow made that worse. (laughs) I was getting into my 50s character. You were pulling at your suspenders. That's like shouting at my sister now. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. You woman in the street. (laughs) (laughs) You from the window. Um, So Natasha has memories of studying to be a ballerina. Uh, as a cover during this time of her life. Okay. But uh, it's unclear if she was ever actually a ballerina or if these memories were implanted. 
Oh fuck! There's implanted memories in this and everything. Yeah, oh, Lord. there's a lot yeah. of. It's the same. You see it with the Winter Soldier as well. Is that? Yeah, they just implant memories into him. Exactly, and they make it. Um, it I, I I think it helps them accept what they're being told. Okay. Like if you just take it as oh it's a ballet lesson, then you're more likely to like latch onto it. That's as, really uh, psychological. Yeah. If it was like here's how you torture a man. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't think that's the way. Uh, you remember it better. No. Um, so uh, she was set up to marry Alexei Shostakov, who was a renowned test pilot. Okay. I'm sure this guy is going to survive until the end. This is all going to be good. No. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, um, good. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, so the, they actually had a very happy marriage. Oh, even better. Yeah. It's definitely not going to go wrong. <laughs> well, he was also in the KGB. Oh, Oh, that's going to work against him. The KGB faked his death during an experimental rocket test mm. so that they could uh, bring him back as the Red Guardian, who is the USSR's version of Captain America. Right. And we see him... In the trailer. In the trailer, played by David Harbour. Yes. I don't know if they're going with that backstory that no, they were he married. He looks like her father. Yeah, he's a, he's a much older man, yeah. I think. But, uh, yeah, that's that's who the Red Guardian oh. is. He's basically just Russian Steve Rogers. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so he was he was to be a hero that would represent and defend a nation. Natasha's grief over his death drove her further into the clutches and control of the Red Room Academy, and she finally earned the title of Black Widow. That's probably the highest. Yeah, Black Widow is like a... It's like a double O kind of thing. Yeah, okay. That it's... You've reached the peak... You're now a Black Widow. You're a straight-up killer that we... If there's any high-profile thing, we will send you on that mission. Exactly. There's dozens of Black Widows. Okay. Um, So she initially worked against the Avengers and the United States uh, as part of the Red Room Academy, but she ended up defecting to join S.H.I.E.L.D. and later join the Avengers to become a true superhero. And is there any, like, major time that, like... She changes her mind on that, or is it like just over a series of events that she's like, maybe I'm on the wrong side? It's kind of she actually meets uh, Hawkeye early on. Her and Hawkeye take on Iron Man in together. Budapest. Uh, in Budapest. In Budapest, of course. Uh, no, they meet in New York. Okay, um, different Budapest. <laughs> Very near it though. So Hawkeye is trying to become a hero, but he meets Black Widow. But and he's Jeremy Renner. Yeah, instantly <laughs> falls in love with her, right. and he's just like, I'll do anything for this woman. Okay, and so they're like. They go through, he's really conflicted about helping the KGB and stuff mm. like that. But then he looks at Black Widow and is like, I love you! <laughs> um, looks at Scarajo and goes, no, I could kill these people. I could kill these people. <laughs> Get in my van. <laughs> but uh, through interacting with Hawkeye and she fights the Avengers a few times, she realises she's not in control of her own actions. Yeah. And she wants to be her own person. Interesting, right. So yeah. she just basically becomes... Is sentient the right word? Not really. Um, more, yeah, more so that like she breaks out of brainwashing, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. You know, yeah. She starts thinking for herself. Um, so given her dark history, she regularly fights adversaries from her past in the Red Room. Uh, and they want to just destroy her life. Yeah, because that is, once you defect, you have, as a comic book writer, you have basically created a whole organization of villains exactly to go against and, the, and you have relationships with all of those so there's villains. a backstory and they know each other and then they can know each other's moves yeah there's Maybe a motive bit of, bit of motive a bit of emotional pull on the storyline. yeah it's a really good way of mm. having it work and of course because it's comics every so often she'll slip back into evil evil yeah. black widow mode yeah. 
But that just happens. Yeah, this, look, that's, it's comic books. <laughs> um, <laughs> the personal nature of these enemies, as we were saying, uh, makes it all the more difficult for her to deal with them. Uh, as she deeply regrets her time working for the KGB and wants to eliminate her superiors and all the havoc they have wreaked on the world. Right. One of her Red Room opponents, uh, one of the most notable ones, is Yelena Belova. Okay. Who we see in the trailer as well. Is that her sister? Uh, they're trained together, so I think that's oh, why they're calling each other sister. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, she is a rival Black Widow. She's, she was the Black Widow after Natasha. So she, so Natasha was like number one student, she's yeah. number two. Yeah, and then once Natasha defected, it was like, here you go, you're, you're a Black one. Widow. Uh, so she wants to defeat uh, Natasha. Obviously to try and prove that she's better She's than the best Black Widow. Yeah. There can't be two Black Widows out there, She her, is her mindset. Uh, so they work together occasionally, and Natasha tries to help her find redemption, but she ends up tied to Hydra. So you have Black Widow in S.H.I.E.L.D. and oh. Yelena in Hydra. So okay. they're opposites the whole time, whether yeah. it's America, USSR, or the other one. Uh, <laughs> the other the one? Other one. <laughs> um, so, and they, they have essentially the same skill set as well. Yeah, because so they would wordy. have the same tactical uh, mindset, yeah. s- same fighting skill set. So they're basically just the same agent on different sides. Exactly, yeah. She, uh, it's oh, this, uh, this is a... Weird bit in comics. Oh, no. But she eventually becomes a character called the Super Adaptoid. Okay. And Super Adaptoid has all the powers of all the Avengers and can change different parts of them into that Avenger at will. That seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to deal with. Seems like a storyline you'd write and then immediately regret. You would write your way out of it if you could. (laughs) As quick as possible. Yeah, uh, but look. (laughs) (laughs) It's comics. So in her powers and abilities, she has peak human strength, speed, agility, endurance... Uh, peak conditioning she has slower aging mm. everything we mentioned she's basically a super soldier she's a master martial artist she's multilingual master assassin expert hacker and a weapons expert she can lift up to 500 pounds unassisted yeah that's a yeah fair enough yeah I uh, can see why they didn't give that to her in the MCU because as I said like Captain America just does the exact same thing that's the thing then you don't need one of them on the team because yeah. they both fulfil the same role. Like, so much of Marvel Comics is just... Like, the super soldier serum was really important to it. It, it. it made, like, a whole host of superheroes and villains. Yeah, and it's just never really addressed after Steve Rogers in the movies. Like, they never try and do it again. Yeah. Actually, that's what Bruce Banner was working on. He was working on a super soldier serum, and that's how he became Seriously? the Seriously? Yeah, they were trying to replicate so it. So the super soldier serum that was created in, I would say, the 40s, yeah. 30s... They've just used that as the the point to branch out to yeah. hundreds of superheroes. That you, if it didn't exist, then none of these people would exist. Exactly, yeah. And if you think about it, like, if you want uh, to rewrite a character or to bring back a dead character, give him a blood transfusion from Steve Rogers. And then and there's your excuse in the universe that it makes sense. Fucking hell. That, yeah. See, that breaks the universe a little bit. It does, but it makes everyone larger than life as well. Yeah, I suppose. You know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she also has uh, uh, she has Black Widow gauntlets, so they're kind of like a utility belt, but they have various tools of the spy trade, inclu- including tear gas pellets, a radio transmitter, and it can fire a 100-foot spring-loaded cable. And does she have the, the electricity? Yes, the Widow Bites. Yes. The little discs spray out electricity and yes. hit everyone. Uh, she also usually carries uh, plastic explosives on her belt. 
So she she carries the equivalent of four pounds of TNT at all times. Jesus Christ! Yeah, she, she reminds me of Captain America mixed with Batman. A little bit, yeah. That's like she has the spy side, and then if it comes to it, it had the had combat. Not only she's the best fighter, but she's also probably stronger than you due to the whole super serum situation. Yeah, and that's why, like, we get to the Marvel one to seven rating system next. And mm. I, I don't I don't know how accurate it is. Oh, you're going against your beloved system. The, the one I have tattooed on my back. You yes. Had your chest tattoo as well. <laughs> it's leaked through. It's gone straight through the back. <laughs> it's backwards at the front. <laughs> um so she has a durability of three. Okay. Energy projection of three. Fighting skills. Energy of- projection of three? Yeah. How much energy is pro- is she projecting? I don't know really. Because like my thought immediately went to say those electric the widow bites the gauntlets yeah but she's not really no unless they've somehow counted that as energy they're That's not all coming out of her skin go. like they're just a gun that she has well, she projects them I suppose but you could say that about anything yeah. <laughs> um, she has fighting skills of six intelligence of three which I think should be higher probably should be higher uh, speed of two and strength of three okay uh, so, like, it is a, qu- a quite a broad spread and then very good fighting skills. She's, yeah, she's strong in most aspects, except for energy projection, which is definitely not definitely true. Definitely, like, a negative one. It should be, as, I think, just commonly zero, right? Yeah. Many people can project energy. And that's fine. <laughs> that's completely grand. <laughs> I'm terrible at projecting energy. So, I think the way it works out is that Steve Rogers is stronger. Right. Because he has, like, the pure perfect super soldier serum the one time mm. it worked that that would be how they'd write it out yeah, yeah. and she has the ussr the, like, the shitty like USSR. The version oh. of it <laughs> but uh and she stated as well that the punisher is stronger than her she has said that in the past oh okay yeah so the punisher presumably can lift more than 500 pounds apparently and in the comic books are her and the winter soldier romantically together they are it's an on and off thing okay I, it, it's like it's, Batgirl Nightwing. Yeah, and it's a bit of the Starfire thing that you encountered doing oh, your yeah. report. That there's a lot of her that is tied to heroes she's been with. Yes. If you get me. Is it not like uh, fridging? Is that what it's called? It, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's when the the female has to be in trouble to like drive the male's storyline. To, to action, yeah. So like, she's her own character, but I think probably in her, when she goes into the orbit of the Winter Soldier, it just drives him rather than drives her character. It does a little bit. Like, uh, Bucky becomes the... Bucky the Winter Soldier becomes mm. Captain America at one point in the comics. And it's a lot of them talking about him being Captain America. Right, okay. End. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I've heard about that and I was like looking at it in the comic or in the movies and I was always like, will they do this? I see. It's interesting. I, like Falcon has been Captain America as well. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I meant like the romantic oh, the relationship. But then I think it was heavily implied that her and Jeremy Renner were together. And, yeah, but then that was weird because he had a family. See, I think a lot of it is that they're generally very good friends, her and Bucky, mm. because they of course grew up and they're basically the same. Yeah, there's a point in the comics where uh, the Winter Soldier trains her in the Red Room. Mm. And they actually, like, they get on well together there until the KGB notices and then separates them. Ah, see, because the idea with, yeah, James Bond, or not James Bond, I was going to say James Bond can't have any emotional connection, but that is literally his whole character trait. Absolutely. Just, <laughs> just have sex with as many people as possible. But, like, so there's no love there. The, the idea... <laughs> <laughs> the idea would be that I'm sure they set them up as these black widows to be like you can't have an, any emotional connection yeah, to you anybody are just, you're about the job you're a straight up killer yeah 
And then, well, that's what that would help because you isolate them for the brainwashing to be like, we're your only friends. We, yeah, you have no one. You've other nobody than other than us. So you got to stick with us. Yeah, but now that her and Bucky are both on the same side, they're like, listen, what we went through was awful. And they both understand what the other way. It doesn't through. even have to be said. Yeah. They just kind of both understand. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there's good days and bad days. So do you think um, her getting her own movie is a good... Uh, we're probably going to talk about a movie Mondays again. We will, yeah. So don't worry about that. But um, just touching on it, is it a good idea for her to have her own movie so people can understand this backstory? Yeah, I think it's an interesting story that she probably deserves sooner. Mm. If you get me, rather yeah. than in hindsight. Yes, no, no spoilers, <laughs> no spoilers at all. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think you're right. I th- but I think it's it's an interesting backstory to do. And um, as I said, I think it might be the wrong time to tell it. Yeah, maybe a few years ago it would have been a lot cooler. I think so, and you can't do a lot of the war stuff because of the whole timeline thing. Yeah, but yeah. I think roundabout Age of Ultron, we should have got. Okay, right. This, uh, We'll finish up there, so yeah, Black Widow. That's a small little report. We'll probably get more into it for the trailer talk on Monday. That's the thing. There's a lot to be covered. There's a, we're going to cover a lot of that and things we see in that. So if you kind of want to cover a little bit more, we probably will get into it. We didn't really want to like talk to us and then just repeat ourselves again, whereas you just wanted to do a report on the actual character and her history. Yeah, more of an origin. An origin story, yeah. So um, that is the end of this week's Heroes Year, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Heroes for Hero Pod, the four, the number four, Facebook, Here's Friday Podcast, Instagram Here's Friday Podcast. Um, if you want to support the show in any way, we have a Patreon. It is in the description down below. It's Here's Friday Podcast forward slash Patreon. Other way around, patreon.com slash Here's Friday Podcast. I always get that wrong. Yeah. Every single time, and I look to you for help. <laughs> um, and actually, um, we are still collecting Q&A questions for our Christmas Q&A, so if you would be kindly enough to just send in any sort of questions you have into the Twitter or the Facebook or email it to us. Our email is in the description as well. That is all absolutely fine. We will log them all in. I'm yeah. going to collect them all. We'll put them into a big like rotating drum. And then we'll just keep pulling them out and I'll just keep asking you random really personal questions. Yeah, and then we'll pull out the winning lotto numbers. <laughs> Make sure you tune in. Oh, oh it was me. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.